Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back to discuss the fifth episode in the second season of Vikings Valhalla. I always say it like that. Valhalla. That's annoying. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know, friends. Vikings Valhalla. I see it now. It's just in there. It's in. It's inflectuated its way into how I now pronounce that. Thank you very much. What were you talking about? Birth and Rebirth, written by Niall Queenan, directed by Jan Mathis. I will say this was better than last week's episode. Last week's previous episode. However, not by a significant amount, but at least there's something happening in two of the storylines for once. And so I gave this one an 8.3 out of 10. I like that the Constantinople storyline at least is going in a manner that doesn't frustrate me too deeply, despite its very troubled way of being cobbled together the yomsburg borg story arc seems to be going somewhere hopefully it is to the ultimate place it needs to be and we no longer are crawling at a space that is very disproportionate haker or as mimi likes to call him arthur is very much a odd villain so to speak and I am trying to see what the reasoning is behind it like oh all Christians aren't you know Christian so all pagans are not pagan I don't know if that's what they were going for but it failed before we jump into the recap, wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. You can send feedback on Vikings Valhalla or any show that we are doing. We're going to be starting The Bear. We're doing Peripheral, the original and much better Vikings. We're into season three. Buckercouch at gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment below. Let's take a look at our notes. Because we are going to start with London. Godwin gives an Oscar winning performance in his grief over the love of his life. In the arms of the woman's friend, Geetha, who is dripping goo for his adoration. I was very much committed to fast forwarding this part of the story when I realized there was no zaddy this week. However, I needed to enjoy the face that Emma makes when she realizes she's been played for a fool. (laughs) While this is going on, Emma contemplates her life choices in prayer. It's like I made a mistake. Until she is told by, I'm not sure who this new person is. They don't, I don't feel like they introduced him by name, 
but he now apparently works for her. He tells her that Godwin paid someone called the bear who coincidentally happens to be behind the assassination attempt, but it's too late because while you were playing defense, he was playing offense. And now congratulations, you played yourself. While you were torturing his girlfriend, he was getting rid of the last weakest link. <laughs> now we can go to Yamsburg. That's all I want to talk about. I want to say Borg, but every time it comes out, Berg. Like the London plot, this feels entirely fast-paced, poorly developed, and with characters we barely really know. But unlike the London plot, doesn't really have an end game other than the one we've been as stated previously snail pacing for quite some time which is the pagans rising as freydis their leader to reclaim Cadigat or some religious freedom at the very least But for some reason, we get Arthur, the snobbish pagan within pagan society. Something I feel like people would hear about just through the grapevine. It's not like Sweden's that huge. (laughs) Or I would understand if refugees desperate being finding themselves in the situation where they have to work for this guy and then Freitas finding out and just when she thought she was helping this could have been done 10 times better than the way in which it was set up to be done the uh, the people not being or aware and particularly yo yonder yo i'm just gonna call him yo yo or jojo him not putting one plus one together realizing that they are heading a slave society using predatory measures around people who are in need i don't know why you needed to fall in love with a girl to to realize that freight is being pregnant with this supernaturally growing child but was conceived basically in the normal way (laughs) it feels forced and unnecessary we needed a queen not a messiah origin story or a coming of the two they're totally setting that up you know she'll be the queen of the pagans he'll be the king of the christians and they'll just merge together with their family and little boy going forth it's so stupid the fact that she is a prisoner but also tells the first lady to get away from me i'll fight you i'll fight you that was hysterical when she went into the uh, altar room after walking out of her jail cell. <laughs> after going into labor. And what's up with this, uh, the first lady? She seems conflicted. I don't know her name, so that's what I'm calling her because that's how underdeveloped they are. Arthur also feels too young to be this roguishly villainous. No context at all to his delusions of grandeur not even a tragic backstory jojo is now free to contemplate after he was taken away saying he's disgusted by him to contemplate his life choices which are passing uh, according to his mother after you murdered the woman he was fond of sure 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 
Arthur steals her son and claims it her being Freitas because she's giving birth now and claims it as his own. You lie! You lie! You're lying! Liar! Lies! Do you think these people are fools or are you just being like, oh, she died from childbirth and now I'm adopting this other child? Now you gotta wonder, Jojo, did he murder my father as well? Because this seems to be a trait. Uh, Jojo dismisses his mother's pleas to allow this maniac to keep making wild and downright terrible decisions, taking a child after mom just gave birth. Whoa, that's like fucking mean. Jojo, understanding he has been lied to all his life in less than 24 hours, decides to not kill Freitas as Arthur asked him to do, but decides to help her escape with her baby. Except Arthur already knew his son wasn't shit, because obviously and they are ambushed luckily freitas gets away though not without her child and jojo is not sorry let's go to constantinople the constantinople squad the strongest anchor holding this uh, ship afloat miriam is impressed that leif has learned to speak arabic so quickly until another tragedy strikes when the rudder breaks they need to forge a repair something that Leif can do but they need a forgery good thing that there is a town nearby called Kodak where they can get that done so Leif and Harold will go out and address that issue while everyone else uh camps here they went through the mountains he did say it was a couple of hours so that very much at least gave me plausibility but i'm still like through the mountains (laughs) for me i feel like it would take several days kuria so how you say his name teaches kasan to successfully fish with kaylin because i read the subtitles that finally gave her a name cheering him on while elena thinks it's the perfect time to get naked and go for a swim boy if you don't get gester should have had a red shirt a red turban some red socks because that's exactly what he was to this plot someone everyone wanted to see murdered and took satisfaction in watching happen in the way in which one wanted it to happen as one he thinks that creeping this girl out is going to endear himself even if she is and especially if she is special that just makes no fucking sense i mean it's just bullshit fuck oh my 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 this man has no brain in his in his skull because it's like i know that necklace is special i've seen it before it's not as lovely or it's lovelier than your body And then she just keeps saying, get away. Like, girl, why are you even in there with your titties showing? Because we apparently needed to meet a quota on nudity this season and not had someone near you to help protect you like one of the males that would have been way more respectful of you doing this at this time. You are someone who should be a lot more careful than you are being. Leif and Harold are successful finding the forge in the burnt out town as well as metal for a new rudder. A man named Baggy 
with face tattoos. That's nasty. He shows up out of nowhere on a horse to inquire about them with Kassan immediately picking up that axe. The fuck you doing here, nigga? Identify yourself. Who the fuck are you? I said a little prayer for you. Because I was like, please don't kill him. (laughs) He's the only storyline that seems to have a positive end at the end of it. Because he wants to get to Constantinople and he might have a new girlfriend. At least not even a new girlfriend. Him and his friend got like all of the slave girls. Because they're like, we like you guys. He is clearly, and that one dude is just like hand that knife right over. It's like, I don't see shit. He is clearly scouting them out and seeking information with Elena immediately suspicious of Gester's forthcoming nature with the stranger. He recognizes Baggy Kyria as the Pechenegg Khan's brother who once came to power and also very much in a manner that says, (laughs) fuck you blinded him stole his wife and made him listen for 24 hours as he raped her jesus christ baggy is just like baggy it's just like esther they both don't know how to read a room because you boasting as if anyone should be impressed but he's trying to i suppose appeal to the men because all the women just look disgusted the wife apparently freed Kyria, but was butchered and now the con drinks wine from her skull Upon hearing he is worth money, and by the handshake, it's apparent Gester intends to side with the villains. Gester was practically warned, though, by the one guy that I didn't catch his name, that he wasn't going to harm that man, because he stepped right in front of him, and he's just like, I'm going to be oblivious and not smart at all, and not pay attention to the signs, and be like, are you worth money? Why would you come back here? Yeah, I plan to kill my brother. Well, that sounds comical. I think I want to earn a little bit more money. And I also think that the 15 other people that they clearly spot, like everyone's preparing for an attack. He's like, what's happening? Motherfucker, he's coming back. They're going to steal everything that you got, dumbass. Harold calls out Leaf as the two work on the rudder for being in love with Miriam, who showed him he can be more than an animal. You know, which one has to be in Greenland? Not sure if I ever got that correlation. Harold warns against the additional heartbreak, seeing as she's dying. And while Mimi ships it, I ain't against it, but I certainly don't feel it is earned much like everything else this season, except maybe Gester's death. Speaking of, Gester tried it. You ain't gonna do shit. Then we're back to the men talking about their love lives. Harold still, you know, the thing of it is with them too, while they're supposed to be in love, I feel like it's more of a a mentor-ish relationship than it is a sexual one like I don't feel any sexual tension between them even a little bit or even a sweet you know it just feels previously I didn't see the age but now I am and it's not that it really bothers me because hey everyone do do you do you everyone likes who they want 
however old they are, as long as they're not a fucking minor. And if, you know, 50 year old men can date 20 year old girls, let, 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 let this, let this Miriam date Leif and be the second one to give him the boom, boom. I think that's, that's well-deserved, but I just don't actively ship it. Harold's still trying to marry Freitas because all he needs is his successes to prove to her his worth. And I'm like, honey, if it didn't happen in the bedroom. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. And also, that's clearly not what the difference is between you. Leif drops the pregnancy bombshell when Harold is unable to move his hands from the rudder as it's being solidified and they're really keeping this love story going and I have already jumped off the train when the Raiders return the group pretend to be welcoming allowing them with wine and allowing Caria to be caught lulling them into uh false safety as if they want to share the bounty it works until Baggy sees Gester tied up and he takes Miriam hostage. Elena reveals the chain she wears is from the Emperor of Constantinople and grants safe passage and treasure to the one that is accompanying the person who's wearing it. Okay, clearly she's of high birth, maybe a betrothed or a relation. Maybe Vittermore was a relation of the king. Harold and Leif come to save the day. Corny line on deck. (laughs) And that would be me. And Gester gets what he deserves. All the time talking about his rights instead of offering apologies or a chance at redemption. So his slaves just stab him to death. Little bitch. And there you go. That's the uh, that's the episode. When Leif said, I can handle it at the thought of another person that he loves dying. My detector test determined that was a lie. I will say that's one aspect of the relationship that's a little fucked up and that I don't want to happen for Leif. (laughs) But as I mentioned in the previous podcast, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of indication that that might indeed be the direction we do have feedback now that i have given my thoughts on the episodes let's hop into the mailbag what up stina it's mimi this is my feedback for vikings valhalla season two episode five um i watched it last night and i really enjoyed the episode there were some huh, we didn't get, go to um Kattegat, which was fine with me um I, I i remember olaf is like traveling he's supposed to be going to see his uncle so it's probably why we haven't seen them yet but it's like whatever i don't know that i care so um, we did a little bit in the, uh, in, uh, England with, uh, Emma, but mostly we were with, um, Leif and Harold and our merry band of 
<laughs> I want to call them thieves, but that's not this song. We got a whole boat full of uh, different types of folks. Um, but I do think that they're a merry band and I enjoyed their storyline. Um, I just, I'll talk about Freitas first, just cause you already know how I feel about her. Um, I did finally get my answer though. I understand what, um, I had to look it up because I kept wanting to call him Bradley Cooper and I knew that wasn't it. And then I wanted to call him James and I was like, James Cooper. And I was like, that's not it either. I just looked it up. It's Bradley James. No wonder <laughs> I couldn't get it together, but I don't know what his character's name is. And to be frank, I don't give a shit. So I'm not even gonna look it up. Um, but, um, I finally understand what the end game was. Like, I just couldn't comprehend like what he, like if, he has such a distaste for Freitas, why he wanted her to be there. Like, even when he had a conversation with her, it always seemed like he was, like, just not indifferent is the right word. Like, he had a distaste for her. Like, he was, like, she annoyed him. Um, his wife, though, you know, seemed to really be, you know, care about Freitas. But he only wanted her child, and I'm assuming he just assumed it was going to be a man, like a, a male child, because that's just how um, men are. They love them some sons. We remember what <laughs> remember what um, uh, Ragnar was willing to do to get all his sons, deal with Aslog, annoying ass, um, for years just so he could have his sons. He got his sons. He probably think it was worth it. I don't know. She was annoying as shit. So, um, that it makes sense now why he put her in the place that he was, you know, he wanted her there, um, because before it just seemed like he was indifferent and she was getting on his nerve. But now I understand why he never did anything to get rid of her because she was pregnant and she was like, okay, I'm going to take this baby. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him, but I do have like the only reason I'm invested at this point is because I feel like um I can't trust Freitas no more like I get it she just had a baby she's very weak and stuff but when the dude was like I gotta get you out of here your baby's safe you don't have to worry about it she should have fucking left what she should have done was let him fucking take her ass out um sneak her out any kind of way or even herself try to get away um, and she know for a fact that her brother and, uh, and her baby daddy, uh, went to, um, you know, went in that direction to get in contact with the, um, her, uh, Harold's uncle. So she has some type of idea where he is. Now I'm not saying that that, that would have been the easiest thing to do, but when, it, like, she sh had to have understood when he said, you know, Freitas, she's not doing well. You know, she had a really hard childbirth. She know goddamn well she didn't have a hard birth. When she heard that, I can't imagine that she didn't put together that that motherfucker was trying to kill her. I would have been like, I got to get out of here. And when dude was like, your child is being taken care of, they're going to they're not going to harm him. She should have been like, you know what? I got you. Your brother is a fucking boss. Like he will do anything for you. And, you know, goddamn well, that's Harold's fucking child. He's a fucking real prince, <laughs> not whatever the fake ass thing Bradley James's character is, because he I feel like that motherfucker just made himself whatever he is. He was never like 
indoctrinated into being an earl or whatever he was like there was nothing and he had the power to create an area and people came there for salvation so he created this self for himself so he named himself an earl your baby daddy's a fucking prince a real fucking prince he is legit royalty i'd have been like i got your ass i would have found a way to get to harold's uncle and then i mean she would have had to figure out where he was at that point but at the very bare minimum she would at least been able to try to escape let me go find my brother and my baby daddy because i'm gonna come back and we gonna fuck this whole shit up all you been and she has to know that if she turns up with leif and harold the rest of the like the peasants that are doing all the the shitty work they gonna turn on dude that, that's a a fucking given and they outweigh they outnumber the actual people that are you know the upper class or whatever she she didn't think this through like i understand wanting your baby but bitch you can't defend yourself right now because he literally choked you out took your knife like he wasn't shit you just had a baby and you didn't even give birth to the to the you didn't even let out the fucking afterbirth yet so you still got some ways to go I just don't understand what her reasoning was for, like, thinking that she could stay. Like, if you rather stay and risk it, okay. But you have to have known that man was going to try and kill you. You heard what he said. Not, nothing about this is the freightest that we knew from last season. And I think that's what's pissing me off the most. You too weak to fight someone after you just fucking gave birth to a child. Why are you not trying to leave, trying to escape? But now you're in the woods looking like a fucking loser behind a tree and you end up leaving your child anyway. And I think the thing that bothered me, it was kind of irrational, but it really irritated me was the fact that she would not feed that baby. It literally just came out of your vagina. It's hungry. And then it got taken away. Who is feeding this child? The woman that, that got choked out by, uh, what was his name? J- I, I know him. It's y'all. I don't remember his name. I'm going to call him Jojo because I know that's not his name, but it looks like, like Joju or something like that. And the subtitle. So I'm going to call him Jojo. He probably did anyway. Looked like he got murdered, um, by his daddy. <laughs> um, so he probably know more anyway, but he was already distraught because he lost his, his girlfriend. So probably good riddance. I just don't know what Freitas is going to do now. She don't even have her fucking sword. So I, I don't know. Um, she can run into the woods. Maybe she'll come across one of the villagers that actually care about her. I know they'll help her, but we don't even know where the fuck she is. She don't even know where the fuck she is. Okay, I've talked enough about Freitas and her annoying ass situation. Um, now let's get to the shit that I love. Um, let's first talk about um the boss bitches that were the slaves because when like first of all the fucking the guy who owned the boat Gearin, whatever the fuck his name was um he's an idiot and that was very clear to me when the dude with the tattoos just showed up oh that smells good and he just spilling all their business you don't know this man but because y'all both white you just assume the best like the fuck so I was like the way the the collective Negro side that I saw come out of fucking um, Kassan and then the his, his like friend, even though he's not black, it was that POC minority. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, exhale, because you cannot believe somebody's this dumb. Like he asking questions 
And the proper answer would have been like, motherfucker, that ain't none of your business. You can go along now. Bye, Felicia. Why are you in my business? This is this circle here is my business and this is your business. But the problem is you over here in this circle when you should be over here in your own circle. Get out of my business. Bye. Like that should have been what you said. But he just told all the business. Oh, no. We, yeah, we have the other people. Oh, it's just two of them. Like, seriously, dude? What the hell? Like, he was trash and he was so dumb. And then the fact that, you know, it took like the the wealthy girl to 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 break it down to him like he had like 12 rabbits on his um hunting string or whatever he's not by himself he was hunting for more people he's about to go leave go get them and come back and rob us and he was just so oblivious and he like didn't comprehend that this is his fault like he was so stupid and then when he finally did like when they like attacked him and locked him away him making noise like how did this how did this help you you're like screaming and you're gonna get them all caught this is your boat that they're gonna rob and take this is gonna this can't benefit you to make noise and ruin their plan and i just i wanted him to die at that exact moment and when he did die it was oh so satisfying i loved every second of it even though it was gruesome and brutal and i know shy was probably covering her face i was all about it this is probably the first time i was all about the murder because it's what they deserved um i can i would like to give a round of applause to the slave girls because those were some boss bitches like they really was out here murking folks like i don't know what their background is but they were not afraid to get down dirty when they were when the girl was like um the princess girl was like we we need all we need all of the bodies like we need you to uncuff them and he was like no they're my property i'm thinking like what the fuck are they gonna do they're three frail skinny little girls i mean i'm assuming they're women but they're they don't look like very much and i was also proven wrong because they had the tag team dude but they stabbed him hard as fuck and they were fighting they really impressed me and the one girl with the bow like okay i see you brave <laughs> <laughs> she looked like Merida. <laughs> um, I enjoyed that whole scene, the fight scene. I love even though the scholar, she was sickly and pale and she she isn't a fighter. She's not brute force, but she's smart. And side note, she said my husband's wine, you know, he drinks this all the time. Is she a widower? Is she married? Was it a lie? I need that answer because I can't have her being married to someone while she's supposed to be with my 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 homie Lave, because you know he seems like that would hurt his feelings <laughs> i hope that she was just lying um it seemed like it was all a ploy but it, everything was thought through and i'm gonna go ahead and say it was my girl's plan because we know she's the smartest motherfucker on that boat um how kasan was like laid out because he ate a bad mushroom so it made it seem like he like they were down one strong guy and then the other guy was like you know we you know we, we they put the blind guy tied him to a tree like he went crazy he killed the other guy so they they're making it seem like there's way less people like they had a whole plan and they they got everybody drunk like it was it was brilliant and um i would like to give a shout out to my my blind passionate even though he can't see that motherfucker's a boss, he killed like two people in without hesitation, without trouble. That was awesome. Um, the story though about, you know, his, what, how he got blind, that's effed up. 
his brother is trash and I hope he gets his revenge. Like everything about that story was terrible. Um, and the fact that he has a bounty on him, I wonder how Harold's going to take that because he's so money hungry. I hope he doesn't use that. <laughs> um, he does need the guy right now, but when he doesn't need him, what is that going to do? Um, and then let's, uh, let's end it at the, um, when they were at the Kodak, the welding, you know, whatever they call it, like when they were welding, you know, talking and whatnot. And Leigh finally told Harold that he, you know, Freitas was pregnant. And they've clearly been gone for at, uh, at least what, like, okay, you're pregnant for 40 weeks. Um, you start showing usually when you're like, what, 16 weeks. So they've, they've been gone for what I would say at least six, seven months. No, couldn't have been that long. Maybe like, I would say four or five months. Um, since, you know, they left Freitas to now, since she, you know, she already delivered the baby. So I'm gonna go ahead and say it's been about, you know, five, five and a half, six months. Um, and he told him now why. I mean, because he could have told him when they were already in Russia. It's it's not Russia. You know what I mean? When they were at with the with the um, Harold's uh, uncle. They could have he could have told him a lot of times. I don't know why he picked this exact moment to tell him, but Harold's acting like he would have turned back around. But he was so focused on his, you know, getting Norway that I don't know that he would have. And I guess we'll never know. Um, but let's I want to focus on the part where Harold was like, you know, do you love her talking about Miriam? And he was like, so what if I do? And he was like, I just, you know, the way you were with Liv. So it's like that came when he said that. It's like, so you knew this whole time that your homie, your brother was losing his shit because of the love of his life being murdered. And y'all just left him like, did this just come to light? Like, I, I don't know. It just had me reeling even more with Freitas. Like, did y'all, did you and Freitas have a conversation about Liv dying? Because y'all saw her body and now... You know, Leif is probably destroyed. Like y'all knew <laughs> that. Is that what I'm supposed to believe? I don't know. That's all I. That's all I got to say about that. Um, I talked enough. I'm gonna end it here. Um, so I'm gonna go and jump into this next episode because I'm ready to see what's about to happen. I will not watch the final one until everybody catches up, but I'm probably gonna watch as many as I can until then. So until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, me, me out. Thank you, Mimi, for your thoughts on the episode. Shy, unfortunately, didn't join us for this party. I know that you're behind on uh, some of the podcasts, so you probably didn't notice she has not been joining in the feedback, but I think she just got so behind that she's like, fuck this, I ain't going to catch up. So <laughs> I'll catch you on season three. <laughs> if she decides to jump back in, it might be Vikings Overload. I know she did uh, send in feedback for... Uh, the original vikings i believe you are spot on about arthur he definitely made himself an earl take advantage of a situation it's not really into pagan beliefs but is willing to use the populace yeah they're trying to make some some uh half-ass attempt at the corruption of the christian church as well uh, with people in power or, or normal people and how they use that but it's it's so clunkily done i can't give him any credit for it 
I might have just stumbled upon that idea. I don't even know if that was the true the true meaning behind it. But I also feel like Freda should have fact checked instead of leading flower parties. And yeah, everything about her story are her staying behind, her ending up in the same exact spot she already was at. She can't fight. I, I yeah, I don't know. Why would you not just come back another day? He clearly wants to use your child in a manner that doesn't put them in immediate danger. You're the one he wants to murder. For right now, get yourself in a position to easily defeat this motherfucker and come back. They could feed the baby by a wet nurse. (laughs) Which is just someone who's lactating, who recently gave birth, that they can use problem solved i didn't even think about it because i was like yeah they're just using wet nurse it's just it's how so many noble women gave birth back then anyway they didn't they didn't breastfeed their children hey we both landed on jojo i think that he isn't dead just because he needs something more to have done other than the very little that he did do Gester knew that one woman was ready to kill him at the earliest opportunity so I think that him being hesitant to unshackle his slaves is 100% accurate (laughs) I think him going on and on about they're my property when you all are in the same scenario of danger just means that the others confirm that you're gonna fuck us over at the earliest convenience because as you stated oh we're all caucasian so we're willing to make a deal and because gester owns the boat yeah let's go ahead and profit ourselves from this situation i do think curia is going to run into the passion eggs because why are we going to bring up these great warriors if we are not going to have leif and harold fight them and yes curia deserves to get revenge for what was done to him so yeah it was a better episode it certainly had a lot more going on with it i did like as i have the entire season uh the storyline going on with the constantinople trip everyone's got a little bit of a a character bit even if it is just uh tied by a string it's enough to keep me engaged if you want to join in the conversation blackercouch at gmail.com once again my social media will be below like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic Correct.